cliffcentral.com. Good morning, Animal Centralers. We are back. It's Sharon Dale and Jonathan Sinclair. Hi, Jonathan. Hi. Hi. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Did you have a good good week yes, so far? Yes, fantastic. Uh, halfway through. Halfway through. What do they call it? The hump day. The hump day. Oh, I hate yes, that. I hate no. it. I hate it. Indeed. Well, I had quite a hump day. I was just saying earlier on that this morning I've got two teenage boys and a man in the oh, house. Go and wash you your hair. No shampoo. Oh, so no. guess what? He courtesy of Puppy Tearless this morning. But I was actually thinking your hair looks quite nice <laughs> oh, today. It's go. more curly than it normally is. And it looks, <laughs> no ticks, no fleas. Yeah. I'm not scratching today. It's <laughs> good. But you know what? They, I used to be very involved in the fashion industry, and the models always used to use horse shampoo oh, because okay. it's the very best for body and beautiful stuff. So really? yeah, I, I, I got to look into that. Yeah, eh? Go and get yourself some horse shampoo. Well, certainly puppy tearless works for me. Oof, <laughs> so if I smell rather wet doggish today, you know why? <laughs> no. Today we've got a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, something very dear to my heart, and that is the therapy dog. Yes. The therapy dog that goes out there and makes a difference to everybody from the elderly to the, the sick, uh, mm-hmm. to children helping them to read. And we've got Vicky in today. From Pause for People who actually work with and train these dogs. Hi, Vicky. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you for having us today. It's wonderful. I've brought Roxy along with me. Well, yes, that was so funny because yesterday when I heard that Vicky and Roxy were coming yeah. in, I, se- I sent a mail to Jono and said, well, we've got Vicky and Roxy in the studio. And only this morning did I realize, <laughs> realize Roxy was the dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but she is so beautiful. Like I've been playing with her for the last 10 minutes and she's just, I, German Shepherds are my favorite dog. Like yeah, I used to have just... one myself and they are just beautiful. Hey. But Roxy also talks, so let's see. Can we? <laughs> there you go. We uh, let me turn her mic on there. That is uh, okay. <laughs> she's saying good morning. good morning to everybody. That's her good morning to everybody, and she's sitting here having her treats, and mm. she's absolutely beautiful. But we'll post pictures of her later on on Facebook. Yes, but before we get into Roxy's story, mm. let's talk about this German Shepherd that was um, euthanized last week, a Thursday. And uh, this was in New South Wales. And I know, Vicky, you are also quite familiar with the story yes. um, about how he was an officer dog. He, mm. um, his name Police was dog. Judge. And dog. he had, I've never heard of this disease. It's Cushing's, Cushing's disease. disease. Cushing's disease. So he actually couldn't eat. He was nine years old. Um, but he had had quite a career before him. Um, he assisted in many arrests. He brought in loads of cash, found many handguns. Um, but it was time for him to go, and all of his officers mm. uh, made a guard of honor as he walked into the the vet's office yes. to be euthanized. And once they got into the vet's office, all the veterinary staff and technicians yes. had also made a guard of honor. Oh, wow. And uh, the photo is quite heartbreaking because you yes. see him walking oh, through the middle of the guard of honor, and uh, he has his, what were you saying? It was his sleeve. Um, yes, training the sleeve, training sleeve. Yes. Uh, in his mouth. Oh. And uh, Vicky, you were saying that's some sort of reward to reward. them. The dogs are trained. It's mm. a way of training um, dogs in protection work, attack yeah. work, and it's a great reward for them. So he And all his other... F- uh, fellow canine officers were there as well. Yes, you were saying they, they made a guard of honour as yeah. well, so it was really touching. A really yeah, it's you, amazing how these dogs are honoured, mm. and and the owners or handlers yeah. become so attached to them. Yes, yes. You see how many stories, even in in the army, um, yeah. that these people, these guys that go and fight in Iraq or whatever, they come mm. back, they bring their dogs mm. with them, and those yeah. dogs retire in their homes. Yeah. Very strong bonds are formed. They're, they're true partners, and I mm. think for many people, it's often those dogs can be a matter of life. For death yes. for them. Yes. So they literally do Absolutely. save life many lives, savers. those dogs. Mm. No, for that. sure. And, and that is, I mean, what you basically doing as well is you are helping people through dogs. Through therapy, yes. Through, through therapy. the animal-assisted therapy. Yes. Mm. And, I mean, dogs have always been known... They can help with depression. They can yes. certainly mm. make you feel, unless you've got allergies like Dory. Yeah, our upper <laughs> content manager Dory has been sneezing since Roxy arrived. Yeah, yes, we yeah. But staying by away large, from poor Dory. Nothing will cheer you up more than a dog. Yeah. We yeah. all know when we arrive home after mm. a, a crappy day and your yes. dog is there to greet you, yes. it can just change your mood it's, instantly. It's wonderful. But I also find other people's dogs cheer me up as well. Yes. Uh, even if you're not familiar yes. with the dog, just to be in their presence. Presence, presence, and yeah. there's something doggy about them that they not mm. they have no um I don't know no meaning behind 
They don't have an agenda. Agenda. They're yes. non-judgmental. Yeah. They don't judge you at all. Based. That's wonderful with working with therapy dogs, with people with physical disabilities. You know, the dogs are totally non-judgmental. They don't see what a person looks right. like. Mm. Right. They don't see that disability or disfigurements. Mm. And um, you know, you were mentioning that the dogs make you feel good. There's a lot mm. of scientific research that's shown that interacting with the dog does lower blood pressure, lowers your heart rate, lowers stress levels. Mm. So yes. it's a yes. great help. It sort of and reduces I've, I've stress heard of hormones. A lot of people that go, have got through severe depression to the point of being suicidal simply yes. by adopting a dog, mm. dog yes. which has actually brought them through that. Mm. It's, yeah, companionship. It's, it's companionship. It's companionship, as you say, the health benefits, are and not to mention exercise, especially exercise, older yes. people. It makes them walk. It keeps them busy. Yes. Um, it gives them companionship. Yeah, and they bring great. a new energy into the house. Mm. There's something different Definitely. about a house that has no pets and yes. a house that does have mm. pets. It's There's a different energy, vibe. This vibe. Energy yeah, yeah certainly. But you don't only help sick people. I know that pause for people. They also visit like rehab centers. Yes, for, we uh, work with of substance, substance abuse, abuse. Yeah. so it's not just we do a variety we work from the hospitals where we're visiting like children's oncology wards um, then we'll work in um, homes for the elderly mm-hmm. a lot of people have been forced to move into frail care mm-hmm. unfortunately often have to leave a pet yes. behind yes. they're physically no longer able to look after themselves or their pet so the dogs coming in can have a huge impact um, we'll also work with um, children who are in safe houses so often abused and abandoned children and as you can well imagine, they've got huge trust issues with people. Yes. Bringing a dog in just changes that dynamic totally. You'll mm. find the children tend to open up more. Mm-hmm. It can also help teach compassion. They also learn that touch doesn't have to hurt. Yes. Touching okay. a dog yes. is actually... Um, yeah, therapeutic. therapeutic. It mm. helps them. It's, you know, quite often when the children first meet the dog, they're very nervous, mm-hmm. quite scared. And they will actually very soon sort of open up in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were showing us pictures earlier. They even, the children read to the dogs. dogs yeah. Yes, we've encouraged mm. children to do a reading program with the dogs. Uh, Fred Roxy's walking yes, around the studio exploring, no, checking out your studio. Um, <laughs> yes, we encourage you know, reading aloud, especially in class, is incredibly intimidating for children. Yes. Reading to a dog is, once again, the dog is non-judgmental. They'll sit there quietly. They'll sit there and listen. We've trained the dogs also to interact with um, with the children while they're reading, put the paws on the page. Mm-hmm. So you find oh. the children that do, definitely it improves their literacy. They tend to enjoy reading more. You know, I think in our society, everyone just wants to work on their cell phones mm, and tablets. Yes, yeah. yes. And this can actually help and encourage sort of a love read. for books yes. because the dogs enjoy the books. Love for books and a love for animals. And yeah, so it's, it's a we combined. We need more people who love animals, that's for sure. Definitely. But now, yes. not each and every dog can be a therapy dog, hey? No. It's quite um, an extensive yes, process. We do, yes, we do quite um, strict assessments of the dogs mm-hmm. to see if they're suitable for the work. Um, it's not at all breed-based. We have a number of breeds, probably more mm-hmm. than 20 different breeds that do this work. Work. It's temperament. Does the dog okay, like? So it could be anything from a Chihuahua through to a Great yes. Dane. We literally we do have literally okay. from a Chihuahua yes. to a Great Dane yes. and all sorts in between. Um, Yorkies, pugs, mm-hmm. um, pit bulls. You know the German Shepherds, Rottweilers. Yes. It's the temperament. They must enjoy working with people. They must be relaxed in the environment they work in. Yes. Obviously, our first priority is the welfare of our dogs. So we don't want to drag them into an environment where they're very stressed or yeah. nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, some dogs, the older dogs, the quieter dogs, perhaps better in an old age home where it's quieter. Oh, Young, okay. active dogs will put into programs that are very busy, very active. Or with children. With children. Like yes. um, and in that assessment, we do a lot of things. We, The dogs need to have basic obedience. Obviously, if they work in a hospital lying by a child with a drip, they must be able to yes, stay in a right, down. right can't jump around a lot um, then they must also be comfortable a lot of the people we work with have if I can say different movement uh, will sort of have sometimes jerky movement perhaps yes, due to strokes yes. perhaps for different physical reasons mustn't sort of stress, mustn't them stress the dogs surprise, them. surprise yes. them they must be used to people coming towards them with crutches work okay. with wheelchairs walkers so we actually do all sorts of kind of weird so training start from puppyhood do you decide I'm going to have a therapy, therapy dog, dog so yes. from puppyhood or is it something that anyone um, can say we can, I've got a great we dog we actually I do, do both this. Roxy started at three months old she okay. did her first visits from puppy 
puppyhood. My first therapy dog I started with, he was four years old when I started. Oh. He, I'd done a lot of obedience and that sort of work with Max him. That you yes, my him. old, yes. my old boy, Max. And so I took him along for an assessment because I felt he had the right temperament for the work. And he did. And he carried on working till he was 11 years old mm. and loved the work and that. German also a German shepherd. Okay. Um, so, you know, we do get people. We had um, assessments this last Sunday for about 12 dogs. And we had a variety. Some were some young dogs that came through to be assessed. But these are people that think my dog might, might be yes, good. Yeah. So that you... They bring them in and you assess, you them. assess the dogs. We How do, do you do that? We, we start off, we do various things. We do the canine good citizen test based on the American Kennel Club test. So the dogs must be comfortable being handled by a stranger. Because, of course, a therapy dog involves a lot of touching. Yes. Mm. So there is the case of being patted on the head. Can the dog, are they happy to have their paws touched, their tails touched? We'll then um, bring out equipment like the crutches, wheelchairs, see how the dogs react how to it. React. Umbrellas, that's something that can really spook a dog. What an umbrella opening suddenly. Opening suddenly, because okay. you never know what you can run into yes. on a therapy yes. visit. You know, we, in all different situations. Sure. And, so and what about the, with children, do you test them with like where a group of children are running up to them um, or that, that's hugging them, That's a slightly difficult them? one. We, the, the trainers and assessors, we, Kind of pretend to be children. We okay. can't take children no, and you can't kind of, them <laughs> children. No. sort of say who's going to volunteer their child today. Um, bring your baby. <laughs> bring your baby and see. But we do have, like, we do have a pram with a stuffed doll oh, okay. in. So yes. we try and reenact that. We also, once the dogs have been assessed, if they do pass the assessment, they then do supervised visits mm. where they oh, closely okay. monitored. So then we will often see, possibly see a child in an environment because you could get in quite a bit of trouble. Should your dog snap at a child? Well, that, that's why our tests are actually very stringent. Mm. They're over two hours long. We do put the dogs through quite a lot. We do, if we do see a dog stressing, we straight away stop the test because the idea is not to freak the dog out, mm. not to not to scare the dog. Some dogs, we will say to the people, perhaps you need to work on certain things, expose your dog more. The other day we had a dog who was quite head shy. We showed using positive reinforcement how you can didn't want to be touched, touched on the head, which okay. obviously for a therapy. Oh, okay. Dog is, is essential. You go straight for the head when you and that, a dog. That's it. So we need to make sure that those dogs, um, like you say, we're very, very careful about it. A dog who shows any sign of aggression, we just cannot have as a therapy dog. So it's very um, stringent. It's very stringent. So you know, when you're in there, you this dog is rock solid, and yes. yes, and we monitor. Even when the dogs are registered therapy dogs, there is after each visit's done, a visit report's done by the unit leader. If there's any stress factors that we notice amongst the dogs. We will raise it with the handler. We'll look yes. into it. So we are extremely careful with that. But now, when you go to a hospital, for instance, is it v- random? Do you, for instance, just go up to certain beds and visit certain children? Or is it planned, I'm going to visit this child? It's all planned. Our, you yes. Our, we, we have some, what we call our sort of our regular visits, visits that we do every two weeks. And um, our hospital ones, most of them we, we've been doing for quite a few years. So we tend to work in the same wards. Our staff know us. We will sometimes get requests to visit other wards in the hospital, but it is a very strict process. You can't just sort of Walking arrive with your, with your dog. dog. No. Yeah. And is it mainly like the children's wards, oncology wards? The one hospital we do um, in Pretoria, yes, is mainly okay. the children's oncology. Um, and that's a very touching visit because some I'm of those sure. children mm. spend long time mm. in, in treatment. So they get to look forward. They know when that's dogs, it when they're coming. They get the to know their dogs. Of their day, Definitely. Hey? You know, some parents will even try and, um, uh, plan treatment at the same time because the dogs just do help coming in for chemo and that that's kind of heartbreaking it's it's a very it's it's a wonderful visit it's a very inspiring visit but it's also it must be tough to see those kids i must be honest i think having the therapy dog helps the handler just as much because it's not also just the children the parents are affected you also um a lot of the Children have brothers and sisters who 
also, you know, are suffering are as well, this. are dealing with yeah. all the issues with, with the child who's sick, getting a lot of attention. And even if they do understand why, yes. it's still very hard. And, and Vicky, tell me, are more hospitals open to this now? They're seeing the benefits? Um, it's very slow, to be honest with you. Mm. We have started with a hospital in Ranfontein at the sort of middle of last year, and that's been super. Okay. And there we actually visit not just children. We'll start in the pediatric ward, yes. but we work through all the different sections. Oh, and it's been wonderful how the staff have embraced embraced us and have welcomed the dogs in. Obviously, for a lot of people, when you first see an animal in a facility, you sort of wonder why. It's everything from, I've been asked, is there a bomb scare? Because I've got a German shepherd, so people worry. And sort of, people are often scared for various reasons. Um, But the dogs actually, I see uh, Roxy has a little uniform almost that says pause for people, people, identifies We both, the handlers wear a uniform as well as the dogs. They wear a bandana. And we also carry with us at all times a file showing the dog's health history. We Every year they have to have a vet certificate um, confirming that they are in 100% health. They're frontlined. We use the you know, yes, tick and yes. flea control monthly. We do worm every six weeks. We Good. do fecal flotations to check that the dogs are um, free, parasite free, and that's done okay. twice a year. But also, Roxy uh, is very well groomed. Uh, yes, no, is that she, yes, intentional? That's, no, intentional. The what dogs are before they do a visit, especially the hospitals. They're usually bathed before. Okay. Um, they groomed thoroughly, they have their teeth brushed, they have their ears cleaned, (laughs) eyes wiped. And when we arrive at the hospital in reception, we always wipe them down with antibacterial wipes, their feet, as well as their bodies. Um, And to be honest, they're actually probably cleaner than us because we don't wipe our shoes. They are. Animals are actually cleaner cleaner than than us. Yeah, Yeah, and we make sure there's no chance of sort of zoonosis, diseases that could transmit from... Uh, the dogs yes. to the patients because we do work with a lot of immune compromised patients, yes. the elderly as well. Yes. So that is why we insist our dogs, and it's not just the dog itself, the leads wiped, the collars cleaned, the bandanas. I suppose it's not really bacterial viruses that the dog can transfer, but it may be on their feet. Or yes, something. that's yeah. right. Also, yeah. leaving a hospital, we wipe the dogs down because, again, you don't want to carry germs out of the hospital. Mm. So we an interesting question. I mean, what could. A dog transfer to a, a no. human. I don't think, I don't think there's very not many. Especially worms, which, which is, which is, which is why we do deworm. worm very oh. regularly, why we do the fecal yes. flotations as well to make sure. So, you know, we do, our dogs at one or two of the hospitals actually are allowed into ICU when it's requested. Really? Um, yes, and even sometimes with children in reverse isolation, we'll take the dogs in. You I've been were showing we- us how Vicky, I mean, sorry, not Vicky, <laughs> you're <laughs> Roxy, <laughs> can sit on beds yes. so she just puts her front paws on paws the bed on the bed so because sometimes the patients aren't able to sit yeah. up so she'll put her paws either on the bars on the side of mm-hmm. the bed or sort of put rest of front feet on she'll even as she's a smaller dog she can sit on a chair next to the bed <laughs> we'll always carry a blanket with us or a yes. towel so we cover the furniture then she'll sit there yeah. so the patient can reach um and in some cases the dogs actually get whole body on the bed and oh, lie with the patient, is. which the patient... And can you see the difference? Definitely. I mean, does Roxy, do you think she picks up? Definitely. The dogs... helping somebody? There's definitely, it's interesting. Sometimes their reactions to different people. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll go up to another person that you, you walking towards one and they'll pick up and go to another one. My old needs sh- them more. Perhaps needs them more. Mm-hmm. And my old shepherd would often go to the parents, mm-hmm. especially in visiting in the children's mm-hmm. wing. To give them comfort. Them comfort, almost more than the child so which was often interesting to see what they notice in that and, and old age homes I mean, is that becoming more popular? yes that's very that we do quite a few oh. visits at and that's really we do the frail care but we'll get a lot of people who come although we're in the frail care section we'll just who come, come to see, the to see who perhaps mm-hmm. living in the unassisted facilities yes. but just come through pop through have a chat at some of the old age homes, we'll actually, if the patients can, take them for a walk in a wheelchair. Oh. So the dog is walking next to the patient, which is awesome that's because awesome. Um, it's like they're walking their mm. dog. Because mm. that's one of the saddest things is people Something you take for granted yeah. their whole yeah. lives. And when that's they're old... 
They mm. cannot have an animal. They can't have. And, mm. and it's not ideal. You can't really keep animals in a facility like oh, that. Sure. It's not yes. fair on the animal. There's a lot of care involved. Mm. So for the therapy nice dogs to, to come in. And they, they get their doggy fix. And they get their doggy again. fix. Mm. And I mean, we've even had an old timer patient who told the staff the day the dogs were coming. What? Yeah, <laughs> sort of, no, today's dog day. That's incredible. <laughs> so, you know, it's, which it is wonderful to, to see to. how. And, and that sometimes you even find with patients, some of your old timer patients who do kind of seem to almost they come go back into to themselves re- and, and they and come out. Come out with the dogs. Um, we visited an elderly lady who we actually asked by one of the hospitals to visit her. She hadn't, she'd had major surgery and just wasn't speaking anymore. And we walked and I had my puppy and sort of picked him up to show her. And she straight away said, thank you for coming to visit. Oh and the staff gosh. were blown away because she hadn't um, talked for ages. And we've since had feedback that she hasn't stopped talking since. So <laughs> she... And, yeah. and what about education? Do you also you talk about the children? The children, yes. We, so you educate them at as the same time. We do in at the same time. When care we, of dogs, dogs, animals. Yes. Often we'll be out walking in and out of a facility. People will come up and ask questions about the dogs. So it's great. We can discuss. Sometimes there'll be breed questions. Oh, I'd like to get a German Shepherd. Is yes, it a dog for yes. me? So you can advise. But we also do um, programs where we visit schools, primarily nursery schools and um, primary schools, and we do both. Responsible pet care and bite prevention programs. So there it's not really about the therapy because those mm-hmm. are happy, normal kids. Kids, yes. That's just about education. 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 Okay. We want to, especially on the bite prevention, that's a very important thing for us too because we see a lot of children who get bitten yeah. and it's usually they don't know how to behave around dogs. Yeah. So we teach the children how to greet a dog, how to have manners. Always yeah. ask permission before you touch a dog. Don't stare a dog in the face. Stand next to the dog, stroke nicely. That's actually interesting because I, I know at Wodak last year yes. you were giving those talks. Those talks, yes. And um, that is something that I actually want to cover in our magazine because it's so important. You see kids, the first thing that is run up. Run up and, and grab. And it's by the dog's face. So that's yes. where the teeth and are. And the teeth sit. And, you know, unfortunately, um, so many bites can be prevented. So what should we teach our children? Children. First of all, never touch any dog until you've asked permission. That's especially when visiting friends or even seeing a dog in a public place. Yes. Never go up to a dog in a car. Never go and talk to a dog that's behind a fence either. Right. You know, they can often be protective of their, of their property, their, their, property, their, territory, their yes. territory. Always ask permission. Also around a dog. Play, play nicely with the dog. Don't roughhouse with the dog. Teach mm. your children to play constructive games like, like fetch with throwing, your dogs, yes. ball throwing, hide and seek. You get some super interactive games, what they call sort of thinking games that you can play yes, where you put I've food seen, in. I've seen some um, amazing games. Games so preferable to the tug of war. To tug of war. Or running games. around because that's quite a thing when the children run and then the dogs get hyped, excited, a bit of prey like drive and kicks yes. in, mm. nipping of the children. So rather throw the ball. Um, hide and seek can be a great game both with children and with the hiding the dog's toy and letting them look. Okay. You know, saying sook, sook, sook and yes, the dogs yes, yes. get all excited um i have a touching we should you touch, touch a dog you should stand next to the dog at the shoulder yes. not facing the dog front on we say it's very rude to stare into oh, the dog's face don't make, mm-hmm. don't make eye contact you'll see two dogs when they're being a bit aggressive or being a bit it's often that full-on stare at each other yes. so it's almost a challenge so you don't want to do that as a child or even as an adult stare at the dog go to the side start stroking from just the top of the head neck down the shoulders um and that so it also shows the dog it also if the dog's really uncomfortable it gives a chance for the dog to To move move away away. without being threatened and what about smell i I remember reading an article somewhere that you should offer your hand to smell smell but then somebody said that's actually no the way to do it it always used to be the way people Mm. used to um sort of say stick your hand out but that that can even be construed by the dog as as being threatening that's sticking your hand out and again your hand is near the dog's mouth yes by standing next to the dog the dog can turn and sniff you so then they can can smell you. We often talk to children because children get scared when the dog starts sniffing them. Yes. And we explain to them that we as humans, we use our eyes and our mouth a lot. Dogs use their nose. Their nose is so much better than ours. Right. Mm. So the dog can pick up so many things, whether you have it, dogs of your true? own. It's, it's, it's first nose, then eyes, then ears. Then ears, yes. And then nose. I think we have about 5 million scent cells mm. in our nose. A dog has over 205 yeah. million. Mm. So, you know, they a newborn puppy smells better than we ever yes. will, yes. you know. Their sense of smell. 
Vicky, I see you work with trauma patients. Yes. How, how do you do that? Is it like, let's say, someone's just been robbed, someone's just been raped? How do you get yes, involved there? It depends there? Um, sort of on it's usually... It, again, once again, it's in the hospital, we'll often be asked to sort of come and visit a patient. Something may have happened to them. Quite often, it involves dog bites. Oh. Um, we and the staff want to sort of let the child see another dog in a non-threatening environment. Okay. Um, obviously, we don't just march in with the dog mm. and scare the child some more. Yes. We'll let them see, let them interact, because. Otherwise, it would be a problem for the rest of their lives. For the rest of their lives, that's it. And dogs are everywhere. You go visit friends, they have dogs. So if you've got that fear, so we try and help sort of overcome that that fear. Also chat to them about, once again, behavior around the dogs, how to prevent. We have a great thing we call be a tree, where we teach children to be trees. So if they see dogs, they're scared. <laughs> what they, so they don't run away screaming. Yeah. They, they be a tree, plant their roots, put their legs down, um, stand still, wrap their arms around them. And it's a great thing because the kids relate to it. They practice mm. it and they can remember it. It's a very simple yes. thing. But what about the important? adults? That uh, Do you treat adults going through trauma? Um, or with dog fear? Yes, mm. we can. We can work with – we have worked sort of with one or two older people who've been quite wary of dogs and that. And sometimes you do meet – sometimes even just walking into a facility, you can meet someone who's got a terrible fear. So the trauma, trauma only relates to dog trauma sort we, of we animal can. trauma. We can. We – you really work with robberies and not at the moment. Although there is that possibility, if that um, opportunity arose, we definitely mm. could do it. It has been used overseas a lot. Mm-hmm. It can be used as a way of debriefing people mm-hmm. um, to help them. I do know the Johannesburg EMS, the emergency services, they have used dogs sometimes. Again, more with children, mm-hmm. but where there have been sort of traumatic incidents okay. to help sort of understand from the children yes, what happens. As yet, we haven't been involved a lot with it, but, you know, there's always that possibility that we yes, could be if we were approached. It's definitely... See, I love that to teach children. I mean, do you go to schools and things yes, like that? Yes, we go. Demonstrations. Demonstrations, yes. Um, I think the last school we went to had about 300 children. <laughs> and so stand on stage, do, yes, the do the presentation. Having the dogs there can make such a difference it as does, well. Yeah, the kids will actually listen to Listen you, far yeah. more than just someone's just Some standing up human, and talking yeah. and... And I've, I've sort of seen the results of it. I was at the bank the other day in a school we'd visited about a year ago. The woman recognized my uniform and she said, you at my son's school. And this is what he told me oh. what to do. So the message is so getting it's through. It's yes. getting, yeah. And sort of spreading it. So they go home, they tell parents. Uniform. It's a stunning uniform. Yeah. You can see it, it is. a mile away. It's like blue and it's got a yellow, so <laughs> yes. it really sticks yes. out. So four prints. Four and I see you also yourself mm. wear a name tag. Name tag, yes. So, so that, you, that, is that part of the. Yes, part of. So, mm. um, I think people feel best, more comfortable knowing and your, your, your name. Your name tag is a paw. It's a paw as well, yes. Our <laughs> theme clever. is kind of paws <laughs> everywhere. So professional. It's, it's really yes. like professional. Yes. And, and uh, Vicky, where did this all begin? Uh, um, the whole paws for people. People. Um, Lizzie DeClerc, she founded Paws for People in 1998. She went over to the United States for some training. She was going to become a, or has become a service dog instructor. Right. And while she was there, she was introduced to animal assisted therapy. In the United States, it already started in sort of the mid-1970s. Mm, it's huge. And it's, it's, it's grown hugely. Yes. But, of course, in this country, it was basically unknown. So she came back and founded Paws for People. We're actually the first um, fully insured, first registered therapy yes. dog unit in she's the country. She's an amazing lady. Oh, she's wonderful. Lizzie and is amazing. She was originally going to yes, be here, but, but then she got tied yes, up. Yes, yeah. Right? So, but you're, so. ju- you're amazing. <laughs> Thank I, I you. Was, <laughs> I just thought I'd put that in there. Yeah, yeah. Leslie, she's just got this I don't know this power about yeah. her she's wonderful and, and she's and dri- love for dogs she's got incredible passion for mm. dogs and sharing them with people as well yes. and the education she's also a dog trainer and behaviorist so she doesn't just focus on the therapy dog work although most of her time so is spent with that in private yeah, she runs a dog school dog as oh, well yes yeah okay. where we we train a variety, again, from all sizes. From all dogs. sizes and shapes. Now, tell me, therapy dogs, I've seen a lot of uh, USA programs yes. where they are allowed in any store, in hotels, in on buses, yes, on that, Those are Does service dogs. No. Doesn't. that In the United States, that applies to guide dogs, which are dogs for visually impaired, and service dogs, which are dogs that assist people with disabilities. Oh, and in so the United, totally, totally different. different to a therapy dog. 
So in the United States, no service dog or guide dog can be refused access to any building. Unfortunately, in this country, it's not the same. There is no laws sort of saying that a service dog or, yes, or a guide dog allowed in. Yeah, which is person you can be in with your dog. Yeah, you can be turned away. Turn a, away. away. I think there is, and unfortunately, it's lack of education. Mm. A lot of centres do try and cater for it. A lot of the airlines do, but there are incidents which you do unfortunately hear about where dogs are turned away. Because on the airline, are you allowed to take your dog into the plane with you? If it's if it is a if guide a dog or a service dog. dog dog, but there is a lot of paperwork that goes with it yes. before. But if all the staff are not aware of that, and as you know at airlines, there's so many staff involved mm. from check-in right through, it can lead to unpleasant incidents. So an article the other day about the, there's a, I don't know what the name is of the airline company, but where they're actually allowing people with fear of flying to mm. bring their dogs Fantastic. on the plane with to them, help. because it can Just actually to help them. Help them. Yes, them it's, it's kind of an emotional support yes, dog emotional for, support. for the people. I, yes, I have a part-time job at a bakery and there's a sign there that says only guide dogs are allowed in the store yes. and then the customers think they're so clever and they say oh then we're not allowed in the store because they're not a guide dog as if we've never heard that one before only, <laughs> yeah, only guide dogs, only dogs. I like to see them shopping <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but now but assistance dogs Yes. What is the difference there between a therapy dog and, and an a, assistance, assistance dog? dog? An assistance dog is highly trained for specific tasks. So they will assist a disabled person with um, such a thing as picking up something that's dropped on the floor. So say somebody's yes. in a wheelchair, yes. they've dropped a pen on the floor, the dog will or pick it up for them. Opening a cupboard. Opening a cupboard, switching something. a light on. Yes. So they're trained for that work. They, um, it'll help, it helps the disabled person greatly. It gives a lot more independence. It's yes. tasks that person mm. couldn't do. A lot more safety. You'll also see often the service dogs wear on their jacket, working, please do not pet. Mm. And the reason is it can distract the dog and mm. that can be dangerous yes, sort of for the yes. person. So service dogs generally aren't encouraged to interact. Although they're used to people being around them, they are a team with their, with their with person, their with their handler. Whereas the therapy dogs, dogs they want that. They are trained more to do psychological and physiological therapy with a variety of people. Because many times I've seen a blind person with their dogs and I want to go, hello, baby. No, don't. The dog's working. It can distract and it it can be very dangerous. If you were to maybe offer them food while they're busy guiding Mm, the person, person, it can be quite a thing. But also imagine how much trust you put into that animal. And I wonder if they actually do ever make mistakes, service dogs, uh, when they're walking you know, I mean, your yeah, life I, is in that dog's, dog's hand. hands. But I think you build up that relationship. I've seen, you know, people working with their guide dogs, and it's fantastic it's, it's to watch incredible. them walk down a, a busy road. Yes. Um, we actually have a very special handler in our VAL unit who is visually challenged and has a guide dog. He, um, Cor and his dog Emerson, are now also therapy dog handlers. So he visits facilities with one of the other therapy dogs, and his dog follows the therapy dog oh. and guides him and into guides the room. Him. And works mm. there. So that's actually a lovely And sort do of you guys also work with or does Leslie work with therapy dogs? Oh not therapy dogs, assistance dogs. Yes, Leslie does train for people, um service dogs as yes. well. She helps, you know, help select puppies. It's that it's a long just, process. It's not just I'm a case sure. of you get a dog and it and becomes, they know what to there's do. a great deal of training. You've got to select the right dog. A bit like the therapy dogs, it must have the right temperament. Same with the service dogs. Oh, I'm just having a giggle. Uh, um, Our technical manager, Duncan, uh, just walked into studio and there was a great, what, a German shepherd staring at him. (laughs) He left very quickly. But now she's on Rox guard. Is there. Yeah, she knows on guard. to know what's happening outside the <laughs> outside the room. Vicky, the the I mean, assistance mm. dogs. They are dogs that would pick up if you're going to have an epileptic fit. Yes, they are I've dogs that, that will sense when a person with diabetes, diabetes. is going to have hypoglycemia or yeah. low blood and sugar. They can smell right. certain types of cancer. Cancer, yes, that are trained Amazing. for that. I mean, dogs have. There actually are so many different things they can do, mm. and it's definitely becoming more accepted. More known, yes. especially 
as we said, in the United States, are used extensively for all those different Absolutely. different and services. One of the other magazines that I did and that I currently do a yes. book on diabetes, yes. and we did an article on Leslie de Klerk, and yes. we had so many calls from people saying, how can we get our dog to train, especially with children, to pick up that low blood glucose before the child goes into, into collapse or seizures? And it, they're amazing. They actually just sense that that blood glucose is dropping. dropping. But yeah. how do they do that? Are they smelling something or are they just seeing someone's aura? What, what is that about? Like, I would think for diabetes, I would guess they're smelling more than anything. There's possibly chemical changes in the body that's happening that mm. they can pick up. You know, bearing in mind, again, they just have such phenomenal scent. Yes. And maybe they're also picking up that the person hasn't realized yet certain things behavior they're doing. Changes. Behavior changes. Yes. That I know that especially... But dogs with, have some sort of sixth sense, like about... Oh. I emotions so. <laughs> and yes, think? I think there I is think something they, they definitely pick up. I mean, if you get home and like you say you're sad or depressed, how yeah, your dog normally know. bouncing off the wall comes mm. and lies with you. Mm. And as I mentioned, we sometimes see with our therapy dogs how they'll sort of choose a specific okay. person who needs them yes, the most. Who needs them in that? Because I think it's, it is those two things. I think the article was saying that it's mm. as you said a change in sense, sense the chemical composition, yeah. and then behaviour. Because yeah. before a person's going to have an epileptic it's likely that we wouldn't even pick it up, pick but it the dogs up. would, would pick would it up. Notice that. There's also dogs get, that can pick up earthquakes and things before they happen. Have I imagined that? I think all animals. All animals. Yeah, I think they run when there's something coming. I think before that coming. tsunami yeah. um, mm. a couple of years yeah. back, I believe elephants moved away from yeah, the, the sea and, go that, first yeah. and the, the birds, birds fly. moved first. And, um, so if you yeah. wanted... If you have a person with diabetes yes, or yeah. epilepsy, can you at this stage in the game get in South Africa, get yourself an assistance dog? Um, you can, but you would have to be involved in training it. It's not a case yes. of that you sort of go out no, and just place and an adopt order. one. Yes. And, yes. and there's a lot of work because there aren't um, organizations like there on the States that train the dogs up and get them ready. Leslie will help people who are interested in training, but they are involved in the process okay. of so training the dog. So you could go to Leslie and... Yes. Possibly ask her which dog would be which would puppy be used, which puppy, best, yes. check the temperament, temperament yes. and then she would help you help train you that train, dog to yes. pick up these things. Again, it's a very stringent process because you have to mm. look at, say it's for a child, who is the adult is going to be the caregiver for the dog? Because yes. the child can't be totally mm. responsible for the dog. Sure. Who who will look after the dog? Who will take it to the vet? So it's not just a case of simply getting the dog. Mm. Same with, with mm. for a person with disabilities, who will be able to take the dog? Should it need veterinary okay. treatment? Yes. Mm. yes. Is the person able to feed the dog? Is the person the sick? Who can, yes, there costs involved as well. Yes. Um, what access, unfortunately, again, in this country, public transport's very difficult mm. with service dogs. Mm. Yeah. Um, but that's a, it must take a lot of work. Yes. To take that dog and train it to connect with its owner to yes. sense those changes. Changes. Mm. That's why the owner needs to work and they need to build up a bond. That's why you can't simply just get a dog and say, right, today it's a diabetic mm. alert yeah. dog. Yes, no. You it's need to build to up. Changed. And a lot of cases with the diabetic alert dogs, it's pets that spend a lot of time with the yes. owner yes. that yes. sense it and that notice it. the change in that. But I know in there, was, uh, there was the opportunity to go to the States because a lot of people called in and said, where could we get, that yes. they do have these trained dogs, dogs that you can import from yes. the from US yes. uh, and, and then work with it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously with, there would be yes. an adjustment period. Mm. period yes. And yeah. sort of that building up. Also, it's hugely costly. Yes. You know, oh, exchange absolutely. rate, you yeah. know, flying a dog in, there's a lot of tests involved. It's, Is there it's any a, cruelty involved in Taking a dog and saying for the rest of the life you will be a service dog, you will be a police dog, you will be, be whatever. Is that a form of almost abuse? Like, I mean, what is yes. the dog really getting out of it? Out of it. It's, that's a big thing where we go back to do the dogs enjoy the work? Mm. That's what they need to be able to do. You'll find, like you say, the police dog, the military working dogs, they train that, say, for example, sniffing explosives. When they find it, they get a reward of a toy. So it's great fun. Mm. It's a game. Okay. So that work, and especially using breeds like a German Shepherd, the Belgian they Malinois, are working they dogs. are working dogs. They breed. It's almost more cruel to put a dog like that in a back, in a back garden yeah. and just yeah. leave them. I'm with you. With, yeah. Like with the service dogs, that's why we stress that there's got to be, um, a caregiver as well in terms of 
if the person themselves is not able to exercise the dog, mm-hmm. who's going to take the dog for a walk? Yeah. Who's going to let it have downtime? Yes, it still who's going to? It must still to have rest that and have a life. But I mean, you would imagine with a service dog, with a blind person, for instance, the service dog would actually have to feed itself. I mean, take the person to the to kitchen, the food. get the food. Although I think a, a visually challenged person, blind person, would be very comfortable in their own homes. So I think so. you would actually be very, you know, we would battle, but. Somebody they have also mm. use a lot of the other senses yeah. in that, so there's that care but in I that. I think they it's do enjoy it. Are we, I was doing mm. an article our uh, next issue. We're doing the border collie, yes. and we were talking about its temperament and how it needs, it needs to be to with work. people mm. okay. who are going to keep it busy, who are going to going keep to. it active. So it's not a job for them. Otherwise, no, it's, it's a miserable, unhappy, job. unhappy life. Yes, yes, border collies are a good example. They but need even to work. Yeah, because and that, yeah. that's why border collie rescue, sadly, is so active yes. because people get these. Dogs and don't and appreciate they can't deal with it. They put them that. in the back garden and yeah. that's it. And then they become destructive. They mm. jump yeah. walls. They run away. Yeah. They need families. They need a job. De- definitely. And that's similarly the dogs that are used generally for guide dogs mm. and service dogs are labradors and golden dogs. retrievers. Yes. Again, a working breed. Yes. But again, mm. if you leave them, you'll hear so often of destructive Labrador puppies. Mm. Why? Because mm. they left out in the garden. Yeah, unstimulated. Yeah. Unstimulated. That's it. Whereas going out, working, doing tasks. There's very much, you know, it's fun. They kept busy. Vicky, would it be mm. possible to yes. use a therapy dog on another dog that is maybe dealing with trust issues and things? Or is it only humans? No, I think you could. It's You would have to do it in conjunction with the animal behaviorist. Mm. You'd have to see what the dog's issues were. Um, I've seen where we sometimes have young dogs joining in the program. We'll work with an older, more experienced dog. Okay. So they, they see that dog's calm and happy here. It's safe. Mm. And it's sort of, it's quite often so nice to work with the young lead. dogs. Yes. Follow lead. So they learn to sort of work, work together. But also the older dog shows the younger dog there's nothing to, to worry afraid. about, mm. to be mm. afraid in that. Um, at our, at the dog school, Lizzie de Clark runs, where we do have very dog reactive dogs. Obviously, we don't let the dogs get in physical contact, but we might use one of our other dogs, do heel work with ours, let the other dogs, um, the calmer dogs bring the energy levels down, the anxiety okay. levels down and that. So you can, probably not exactly in the same way of mm-hmm. animal yes. therapy, but I would a calm, well-trained a dog. A scared dog that has been attacked in, you know, mm-hmm. before or something like something, that. Yeah could learn from, from a more stable, stable balanced dog, yeah. dog but that there's nothing mm. to be scared of. To be scared of. of, yeah. Just obviously in the right environment, the yes. right control, because you want to protect the, mm. the calm state. You don't want that dog to be... Yes, you want to protect forced, them both. Yes. both. Or that calm dog to be forced into a position that it has to reprimand yeah. the unruly dog. Or has to defend itself. Defend yeah. itself. Yeah. That's yeah. It. We never want to put our dogs mm. into that position at all. Mm. Yes. Um, so and so we, are you based in the West Strand? We're in the West Strand. Have you got training grounds? Thing? Yes, we've got training grounds in Rudaport um, where we we train. We also do what we call situational training. We go to um, a shopping centre, oh. which is great for the dogs because there you get all sorts of things from noisy trolleys, yes. ride in the lifts, yes. go in the stairs, mm. lots of crowds. Okay. So that's all the things they have to be exposed, be exposed to. to yeah. yeah, and again, we try and think of all sorts mm. of things because yes. you literally Radio never know. <laughs> yes, no, you never no, know no. what you're going to come across <laughs> when well, visiting. Well, now Roxy knows. She's, <laughs> she's being yeah, very comfortable in the <laughs> studio but um we we also have different units we have a very active east strand unit uh, we have a unit in the val and um down in natal because you're a huge group yeah we've got over 100 and handlers you literally and dogs go to dog events and you see the poor people <laughs> ladies yes, coming with your golden retrievers oh yeah. i yeah. fell in love they are just They're gorgeous the eh? most amazing dogs, dogs yeah. amazing dogs but i mean you, there's a lot of members you've got a lot of people lot of working with you. all and all different our youngest members 10 who the golden retriever who has trained up she her aunt and her um, grandmother both therapy dog handlers and she's trained her puppy up um to be a therapy dog she's 10 years old she's 10 years old yeah so it's wonderful she's volunteer i mean none of these people are employed no no we all volunteers most of us have other full-time jobs but it's all volunteer work they're all our own dogs who uh, who pays the bills in terms of your admin and i mean surely your headquarters have staff 
No, we actually, Leslie um, runs it from her, she has her own company and runs sort of the admin from there. She's so one I, of those animal angels. Yes, yeah, yeah. Say, sort of makes it what work. She does. Yeah. And so we really, we don't have staff. We keep our admin costs the minimum. So any donations we do get yes. go into the program. So you say you've got a full-time job. How often do you go out and work with Roxy? Is it um, once a week, twice a week? It's or usually when once or twice a week. Um, we usually work sort of late afternoons or evenings, but okay. I'm fortunate to work for a very understanding yes, company yes. who will give me time off to um, to, to go, to, and, to do go and do the visits. And this evening we're in Ranfantine at a hospital. I'll be taking my young dog there because it's very good exposure for him. Yes, to get him used to, to it. Yeah. I mean, they, they, we're actually very proud because we've got one of your dogs. Yes, that Saber, is Saber. On the front <laughs> cover of the February, March issue of Canines. Our cover we boy. Look, our cover boy. <laughs> He's absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous. We were actually looking for a golden retriever and I gave Leslie a call and she said, Saber, Go and Emma O'Brien took these gorgeous photos, and I think they're selling off the shelves. Oh, that's and I wonderful. think it's because of Saber's face. Yeah. But look he, at him; he's gorgeous. He's like a model. He's yeah, he's, he's just got that pose. pose. He's not trying to smile. He's just no. <laughs> so it's going to be hard to beat. We got a border collie in the next one, but, <laughs> but he, he's the one. Saber's the, the one to beat. beat. <laughs> he's actually the dog trained by the ten-year-old. This is her dog, oh, Saber, right. who started off yeah as a puppy three, four-month-old puppy and started coming to different, does the old age home visit, yes. which is lovely. Oh, so they're extremely popular. And he's been quite, I know he's now on our cover and I think he was in Animal Talk magazine he's, as yeah, well. He's quite well. Yes. Um, he's, he's becoming quite a, a bit of a celebrity there. <laughs> I'm Super actually model. so glad that I love Caesar Milan, hey? but I would rather buy a Animal mm. magazine that has an animal, animal. on the cover. That's why we made the change. I was saying to uh, Vicky earlier, should have done it a long time ago. Yeah. Although no, you never had Caesar just on his own. He was always with a dog on the cover. He was always hey. with the dog, Jono. But, you know, the problem with Caesar is he's got so many fans. But he's got so many mm. haters. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a lot. And, and at times. You don't want to alienate that No, market, and we so. ran, I ran Caesar's way for three years and I looked at this and there was a lot of doors shut for me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to help. This is the only magazine that was trying to promote adoption, mm-hmm. help shelter dogs. And a lot of doors were shut. And once I changed it, we now being yeah. welcomed in to work with people like SBCA, uh, Border Collie, uh, Rescue, Barking Mad, who we had in the studio. Whereas before that, they didn't want to be associated with Caesar Milan. Yeah. So bless him. He gave me the opportunity in the beginning to get out there, but we mm. should have done it long done ago. Now. And our dogs now are going to be these beautiful, yeah. beautiful breeds on the cover. So you say next uh, next week, next, next month is Border next Collie. Issue, April issues Border Collie, and I then we are doing miniature schnauzers. Oh, yeah. And we've also got da- our own Damon Calvary. We did the photo shoot this week with him How in did his schnauzers. Very well. Did the Damon pictures dress are gorgeous. Up for it? Because he, he never didn't. dresses up for anything. He was actually wearing a Lion Matches T-shirt, so oh, we've had to Photoshop t-shirt. out the Lion. <laughs> I know that T-shirt. I actually love that T-shirt on Damon. <laughs> no, he looked very good. The dogs looked stunning. Dogs looked stunning. But but yes, you know, this is what our aim with Canine Zone is to educate, okay, yes. create awareness, mm. um, help people to have balanced dogs, oh, yes. uh, and to also promote adoption. And Definitely. to highlight so the plight of the shelter, of the thousands of shelter, shelter dogs. dogs and there's there. awesome dogs out there. Awesome just waiting for the there. right home and that. Do it's you have many dogs in your, uh, with your therapy dogs that have been adopted? Yes. No, we've got quite a few shelter really? dogs that do, do the work. That which were adopted. That were adopted and then the right temperament, yes, that have come in and do amazing work. So that's, that's fascinating. Which is, is lovely. And it's nice to have a vast a selection of different mm. dogs, different shapes, sizes. Because yes. some people prefer the small breed. Some like the large breeds, yes, yes. and so it's always to walk That's in. Incredible! I've, there's been so many stories of shelter dogs yeah. that have gone on to win awards in, be it dog shows or agility, or you know, as you say, definitely in, in, have in therapy dogs. Have had a second dogs, mm, second life, and second done it life. so well. And they could have been euthanized. Yes, yeah. If you look at um, Oscar Jane Lefson's Oscar, Oscar yes. he was a little shelter, shelter doggy, dog, and. and what, what did he, he do? do worldwide. Literally around literally the world. Literally around the world. And to yeah. show people 
you know, what a shelter dog can actually give oh, can you, do. And bring your life. It. Sort of make people more aware those dogs mm. can be trained. Because sometimes people do have the perception that, say, you can only train a German Shepherd or only yes. train a Border Collie. Yes. And it's not true, actually. Any breed is very Any breed it's capable capable of being trained. Um, some breeds maybe take a little longer, a bit more like patience. Like a bull terrier. <laughs> bull terrier, yes. But, I mean, we have, my sister has a pug who's now a retired yes. therapy dog. But, I mean, he was trained, could do amazing oh, tricks in that. I'm sure. They yeah, awesome. and, and hugely popular again because he was so unusual. You know, his looks were, yes. <laughs> were very different. Were very different. And no, we were joking earlier. I've got a, a bull terrier that's probably the laziest dog I've ever met. <laughs> I don't know, but she's wonderful with people. She'd want to go and just lie on a on a bed <laughs> yes, somewhere just, and just stay there. But for some patients, we have one um, resident we visited at home, and that's what she loves. The dog mm. lies on the she bed, and, and she just sits and her. strokes and strokes the dog. There's nothing more calming yeah. than yeah. actually sleeping. I know a lot of people don't like dogs on their bed, but there's nothing more peaceful than lying there and hearing a dog breathe, breathe mm. a yeah. chance to snore <laughs> yes. but it's still very calming and up. relaxing but no, it's definitely. also nice just to be accepted by a dog you don't yeah. just be yourself they don't, don't care how much money you got Not what you look like yeah. what exactly. you do you don't have to wear designer brands no. to impress them and they, and they love you less. unconditionally they seem to live in the moment they don't mm. sort of remember what happened a week ago yeah. and you There's know, no grudges sort of yeah. born, and it's, yeah. That's, no. that's just really my favorite thing about my dog, at least. You yes, know? yes. Yeah. But I now, saw pictures of your dog. Yes, I was, I was posting pictures. I was trying to get rid of her red eye, because when I was taking photos... Because you've got a rough collie. Yes. A lassie oh, dog. Awesome. She's lassie beautiful, dog. yeah. Dogs. No, she's beautiful. But she's also, she gets very shy around people. The moment a visitor comes over and tries to talk to her, she almost, oh, she gets yeah, very shy. shy. They're very gentle natures. Yeah, gentle souls, so. please. Yes. And, and you, do you ever, always ever say to her, did Timmy to pull down the well, girl? <laughs> 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 I would probably need to do that. Every Everybody, time. whenever we have a new person at our house, yeah. they, they just call her Lassie. Lassie. Like, yeah, that's her name, Lassie. Yeah, they're Lassie. Very yeah. Souls. But also working dogs. Yes. yes. Also very much. The collie, the collie Very intelligent breed. dogs. Mm. Very easy to train. She gets very anxious if my brother, because I don't know, she seems to be attached to my younger brother. And when he's not there, she is, she waits for him to come home. She waits at the gates and she doesn't relax she's up and pacing, and pacing. she's really bonded to yeah. him is she an only dog she wasn't always but now she is yes. yeah so anyway yeah. no as long as you're keeping her busy and yeah she loves walks and, uh, yes. she keeps herself busy walking and yeah yes. she's not really a bulldog you can't really throw a ball for her she's like uh no i'm not gonna do that you throw it you fetch yeah. <laughs> she more just likes petting attention and, yeah it's amazing how dogs have different natures mm. yes. just like humans exactly yeah. and they have different natures my mm. pit bull is a bulldog. You can throw, he loves his ball, he's active, he bounces around, he's nine years old, but the energy that dog yeah. has yeah. is unbut the intelligence. He talks. Yeah. You can it's ask him a question and he'll answer you <laughs> in his own way. And then yes. you've got the bull terrier who would just want to yeah. cuddle and sleep all day, doesn't want to walk. She's yeah. quite happy with her quiet life. Yeah. I find some dogs require less attention mm. than other dogs. They don't really, some dogs seek out human interaction and Actually. others couldn't be bothered. They were just, yes. you know, if you want to come pet me, fine, but, fine, but yes. they're more so like cats. cats in some yes, sense. Kind of yeah. yes, yes, they are more like cats. Right, yes. So tell us, Vicky, how can, so if somebody's listening to the show and they want to, do you offer training classes? Uh, yes, we do. It's not specifically for therapy dogs as such, yes. but the, a lot of the stuff we incorporate Okay, um, so so they can they get can hold of you get and hold of us, yeah. for, uh, do you do puppy so we do from puppy, from puppy right through to advanced training and any breed of dog um we have a website pauseforpeople.co.za there are all the details of the training school on there yes it's an um, awesome website yeah, i really yeah. think it's amazing work what you guys do and i think I don't know if you've ever been in hospital, even just for a few days, it becomes yeah. your reality yeah. and yeah. you forget that depressing. there's a world outside yeah. there. That's and I think the work you do, it can really be the highlight of someone's yeah. week or their day or their Definitely. month. Even. And the old people. I mean, oh, it, it yeah. would give them it's, so much. It changes the whole atmosphere when you bring a dog in. Yes. It's suddenly no longer a hospital. It brings some normalcy in. It's, yeah. it's something else to talk about. And yeah. we take for granted, I think, every day that we get to see our dog and stuff. So but other people, that's not a reality. Yeah. And especially yeah. if you've traveled far for treatment. So, yes. you know, that's sometimes the case. Some of the children you see, they've come from outlying areas. So, you know, they don't get to see their dog 
for a long time. So they want to, that, as I say, the doggy fix. And then if you've got a dog that you'd like to do, which you do and yes. think it might be an ideal candidate yeah. as a, a therapy dog, okay. do you do uh, auditions? Or yes, what, what, yeah, what we do, do regular assessments. Assessments. Yes, that's the assessments every so year. It's not like an idol's audition. <laughs> yes, no, you don't. Not like an idol's. Again, on our website, there's Everything information, there. all the requirements for it and the dates of the next assessments will also be put up shortly. Thank you so very much for joining us today. Sorry, Sharon, I pushed the wrong button there. That's why oh, your voice... Am I still here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> your voice went soft very all of a sudden. Well, I was just thanking Vicky. <laughs> Let, that's what we know. Thank you Thanks, so much Vicky. for having Thanks us. For coming it's been wonderful you for all to come you do. No, thank you. So and we must also thank our special it. four-legged what guest, Let her speak. Roxy. Speak. Oh, what you say? Say goodbye. Speak. Speak. <laughs> okay, so high pitched. We'll be back next Wednesday. Thanks for listening in. Bye. I think I've had enough. I might get